0: I need to make an apology. Uh, there was a gentleman here wanting to be heard on the light bulb bill, so we will call this meeting back into order if, if you'd like us to. Sure. sure. We'll, yeah. I mean, if you don't mind. Sure, absolutely. Have a seat, we'd, we'd love to hear what you got to say. Three, three four minutes. Yes, sir. that's great. So I, I want to thank you
1: for the, uh, the opportunity to speak today. Absolutely, and we apologize for not uh,
0: recognizing you when we got on the bill. No, no worries. Um, my name is Ryan Black. Hit that uh, green button there.
1: Thank, thank you again for the opportunity to speak. My name is Ryan Black. I work uh, for the South Carolina Coastal Conservation League here in Columbia. I focus on energy issues. And um, just again, thank you for the opportunity to, to speak on this bill. I want to preface my comments by saying that I'm not here to speak in favor of any particular light bulb technology or any specific uh, kind of light bulb. I'm here to speak about efficiency. And this bill is, is very much about saving electricity Uh, conserving the resources that go towards producing electricity, and also preventing um, unnecessary investment in further generation due to the waste of electricity. Um, Because new generation, whatever it may be, whether it's nuclear, offshore wind, solar, biomass energy, it's incredibly expensive. So anything we can do to prevent the need to invest in in further generating capacity, we should absolutely take it. And H3735 uh, actually circumvents what the United States government was attempting to do in 2007 when they set standards for efficiency. And I think it, it helps to focus on, on a different product. Let's, let's move away very quickly from light bulb to talk about refrigerators. So in the 1970s, uh, refrigerators were the number one energy-consuming appliance in US households. The United States government put standards in place to encourage Industry to improve the efficiency of those appliances. Um, and that then spurred innovation, economic investment, and we now have models uh, that are 60% more efficient than the similar models, similar size, uh, capacity.
0: Excuse uh, me. Let me interrupt you. Yeah, sure. Question. The, um, when, you, when you go in the store and look at refrigerators, they have that big yellow sticker, mm-hmm. which gives you a range on how efficient it is, right? Absolutely. And, and that, was, that was federal legislation to. Require them to put that information to the consumer, mm-hmm. but did it did it did it outlaw any specific refrigerator, or just say, <laughs> put the information here and let the consumer decide? So, so no, it didn't. It didn't outlaw
1: specific technology. What it did was it set a, a very uh, blanket standard, and then the, the different technologies would then attempt to meet that standard and, and win and lose in the marketplace. And that's a, that's similar to what the 2000 standard does for for light bulbs. It merely says we want light bulbs to be 30 percent more efficient than the light bulbs that were you know, produced by Edison decades ago. Um, and so, if you can meet that 30 percent efficiency with an incandescent, and there are there are actually two models that do, there are two incandescents that meet that ultra-efficient standard, um, then absolutely you're you're allowed to participate in the marketplace. Um, so it's not it's not an outlaw, it's not it's not a ban on technology. It's just a prompting of the government to industry, to innovate, and to uh,
0: well, to, to meet a, a level of excellence. So. And uh, what was your name, Sir? I didn't R- Ryan. Ryan Black. Ryan Black. Any, any questions for Ms. Black? Okay. Well, we appreciate your input. Um, you. I, I'm just speaking for myself. I, sure. I, I can't speak for other members of the committee. Oftentimes, we find ourselves uh, looking at good ideas, mm-hmm. and it is a good idea. To save electricity, it's a good idea to use these more efficient light bulbs. That's not that's not the argument. The argument is is it the government's role to tell you what kind of light bulbs are put in your home, sure. and um, that's that's just where I'm coming from when I deal with these kind of things. And I, I absolutely understand that. And if I could make one
1: point to, to that sure. comment, sure. Um, th- there's a reason why there's there's a, a market failure here. Um, people put a lot of energy. Into determining how they're going to spend money on, say, an automobile, and so they, you know, they they research and they make that that investment based on a lot of information that's that's available to them. How many people actually spend more than 15 seconds, or or if that, when they're walking through the grocery store and they're looking to buy a light bulb, uh, and do you look at what's on the package that says this light bulb that's twenty dollars as opposed to five dollars saves you one hundred and fifty dollars over the course or the lifetime of this, this product. And that's that's the unfortunate reality that we face, is that this product is so, um, I guess that it's, it's just not on people's minds. Uh,
0: Senator Harper, do you have a question?
2: Yes, j- just a brief uh, question. Are you, are you familiar with Brandy Bridges? I'm not. Brandy Bridges is a mother from Maine who broke one of these new light bulbs that we're trying to force folks to buy. Mm-hmm. And she called the state because you know, there's mercury in them, and she wanted to make sure she handled things properly and the state told her that she needed to have a hazardous waste crew out and the cost was going to be approximately $2,000. Okay. So I mean my concern is the fact that here we're exposing these families to mercury to hazardous waste in the essence of of, uh, energy savings and if you look at the cost of of one hazmat team out there trying to recover the mercury from these bulbs, which is what the state's going to tell you to do. It's what Maine, the state of Maine, told them to do. And I, I would, I would hope the state of Maine, you know, had had some kind of, of foreknowledge, you know, when when they were asked the question on how to handle it. But, but to me, I just I think this is this is government trying to, to
1: create a market that that hadn't really studied enough before they forced it on us. Well, people do make mistakes, and the state of Maine in this case. Um, did make a mistake. There's no there's no necessary uh, hazmat cleanup for five milligrams of mercury, which is what these CFLs contain, four to five milligrams. Um, essentially, when you when you break one of these bulbs, which is what the, the circumstance you're talking about, you could either there's there's a spectrum of how you can go about cleaning up incredibly well, or you know the worst possible case. The worst possible case scenario, which is closed windows, uh, direct contact with your skin. Um, so on and so forth, and you can imagine how that would go. Um, that's the equivalent of eating a can of tuna fish. The best possible scenario, which is not hazmat suits or anything like that, it's just opening windows, vacuuming appropriately, it's um, not touching the glass with your skin, you, should, you know, what you'd expect you would do with a broken light bulb. Anyway, that's the equivalent of having a fork full of tuna fish. So the, these, these, these risks or concerns have been blown out of proportion. I just, I think there needs to be a level of reality. And, and obviously, maybe the information's not as,
2: as widespread as it needs to be, but. Well, that, I, I agree I, You know, that we definitely need to look into it a little more. That's, that seems like the federal government kind of hacks, and then we try to figure out what they've done. You know, it's kind of the uh, the new modus operandi, let's pass it and then see what's in it. it but the interesting, so, the interesting thing about combat fluorescence is that that one particular technology that's available in the
1: marketplace that meets this 30% standard. There are also two efficient um, incandescence. and there are also LEDs. There's a broad spectrum of LED light bulbs that do. I've got some uh, some materials that I can show you if you'd like.
2: Yes, that's that's. I think Senator Bright and myself both agree that it's kind of best to educate the consumer, and let the consumer decide versus government mandates because we we all realize that uh, energy is not limitless. So anything we can do to preserve it, obviously we want to do. But we just want to be careful about the heavy end of government. Sure. There are there any other questions or comments
0: for Mr. Black? Is there anybody else here that wanted to speak on this bill? Okay, seeing none. Uh, Mr. Black, we apologize for not recognizing you earlier. I no, appreciate it, you. Appreciate you being here. And uh, hearing there's no other questions or comments, this meeting is hereby adjourned.